0: What's good, world? This is King Arthur, and this is Not My Brother's Keepers Podcast, a true crime podcast about black dudes who kill. And we gonna be out there in Nacogdoches today, be a hear me. Dallas, Austin, maybe Nacogdoches, we crawling to Galveston like cockroaches, if you know, you know. Yeah, man, and a car has exploded over here by the Bailey Bark Fertilizer Yard. Yeah, it is on fire fire this is a lumber yard this is on fire ain't nothing but woods ain't nothing but woods around here and you do not want all this vegetation to catch on fire right you do not want all this stuff to catch on fire right so um a man by the name of billy Bailey he hears the explosion and he does what most people do that have a fire extinguisher in their hand. they run over there and try to put it out Cause they ain't they ain't run over there to try to put the fire out, and I gotta—I mean, I can't be mad at your boy me. I'm just gonna call the fire department. Do you hear me? Um, yeah, well, he runs over there to put the fire out. He's hitting it with the fire. He's—I mean, he's hitting it with the fire extinguisher. He's sweeping from left to right. You know, he's shooting at the base of the of the, of the fire. You know, he didn't had this type of training. Do you hear me? Um, but as he gets the fire, cause he has controlled the fire, he has got it out. You know, these people in the country—they know how to do all this stuff. You know, they be um 15 miles 15 20 miles out so you got to be able to handle yourself whether it's a coyote a go to hog a forest fire you got to be able to handle yourself till people get out there to save you right so um bailey has put out the fire he has put out the fire right and um he's put out the fire and this is um and he's um the doors of this car is wide open and in the car he sees a pistol and at that point bailey's like oh Hell no! Let me call the police. He didn't call. He, I mean, he. Let me, yeah, let me call the police. He didn't call the police, and um, he didn't tell him it's a fire, it's a gun, it's everything going off this car. So at this point, Nacogdoches PD, Nacogdoches Sheriff's Department, and the um and the um, the fire department has showed up. Right? They have showed up. They have showed up to this um. They have showed up to this um fire. Right? And, um, when they get to it, it's a, um, it's a white chimney impala. And what is, um, weird to the police is, uh, why are the doors open? Hell, the fire was basically, the fire was basically, um, in the back end of the car. All right? Trunk, back seat, you know, something like that. It was really the trunk that's on fire. Need you which me. Which... Why wouldn't you just torch the whole car hey man <laughs> if, if you're really if you're really trying to destroy evidence why not do the whole car i'd hit gasoline in the front the back i'd have had gasoline all over the car look i'd have had so much gasoline on there i've been scared to like that thing, and i was gonna catch on fire but anyway right so um they looked at when they when they finally got the fire when they finally got the fire out. The police, of course, is looking around, and then they notice that this guy has a Texas license plate. So of course, they get the plates. Now they're ready to run this stuff, right? And the um, the hood is up, which is don't make sense again, because um, and then they start realizing that, hey man, there are small holes going into the trunk. Yeah, there are small holes going into the trunk deputies like i mean the the, the, the officers don't seem like hey mean there's holes going in uh y'all think we should open this and i like nah the other guy that one of the um one of the officers say i'm gonna call my sergeant before we open this up you know you don't want to contaminate the crime scene right so in the midst of that they found bullet casing on the bumper on the back bumper that hold up hold up hold up okay we got this gun we got this uh, bullet casings right here, and as they walk around, they find a lighter and it's a lighter and a gas can there. Like, hold up! Why, when the fire was lit, why didn't you throw this fire? Why didn't you throw the lighter and the can in that fire? All oh, that shit would have been burnt up. I wouldn't left nothing. Nah, 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 look, everything, everything is a go. Right. Everything gotta go, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah. So they looking and searching, and they're seeing more and more bullet cases. So you know they're just shining a light, shining a light, and they even find bullet cases over there by the fire truck, and that's a little ways off of the um, away from the um, away from the um, away from the car. So it it tells you like, hold up, was they was somebody shooting from here? did it flick over here but i mean hey kind of seen crazier things happen with a with a pistol Dude, hear me? so they call out so some sergeants they arrived they're like hey man we're gonna go ahead and um try to uh get this trunk open they um now the, the fire is completely out right now so they go to the front and they go inside the impala and um they're looking for the release hat to the trunk um they didn't really see one they didn't see the keys either so the keys is missing but there's a pistol in there and they can't get the trunk open so at this point they just um they talked to the um they talked to um fire department said, so, hey man i think we're gonna um we're gonna have to um you know get y'all to open it so the fire department at first they're just trying to pry it open with their little basically like the hand tools like first they're just trying to pry it open and after couple minutes of that, it's like, nah, you know, bring the big boy out. Yeah, they bringing the jaws of life, because we got to get up in here. We got to get up in here, right? So, they getting over here, they working on it. You know, it takes a little while to get that stuff open, right? So, when they open it, when they open the trunk using the jaws of life, there is a body laying on his right side yeah a black man laying on his right side um wearing a white t-shirt checkered shorts and only one shoe on and in his right hand he had a red filler a red filler right but he also has an extension cord wrapped around his legs his feet he is damn near hogtied so with his feet being wrapped i'm telling you right now somebody has wrapped his feet and they had carried him to the car right and on and on top of that is a a a, a blood a white blood soaked towel laying on the bottom of the trunk right laying on the bottom of the trunk right and um they noticed that it is holes in his shirt cuz making this body ain't burnt up no this body's not burnt up it's recognizable no, 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 no. This wasn't thought through. Do you hear me? Um, and then they notice that a gun. Sh- they noticed a gunshot wound to the right side of his head. Yes, this man has been shot and killed. And at this point, they start um putting out the crime scene tape because now this is a. Re- re- at first, was a fire. Now, it is a murder. This is a real deal crime scene. At this point, they are taping everything off, right? And one of the, um, one of the, one of the, one of the officers, one of the officers had, um, one of the officers said, um, hey, um, I, I know, I know this guy. And I also know this car. I know this car, and I know this guy. Yeah, I said man. I saw this car earlier. I saw this car earlier in the day. He's like, yeah, he's like, like, where do you, like, like, where did you see it? At? He said, man, look, I know, I know this car, and I know that person. That is Lamont Kenyon Patton, and he resides at seventeen thirty two Pruitt Hill, a road apartment three thirteen. And so at this point, it are like, huh, that's that's where he lives? They're like, yeah, man, look, yeah, I know this guy. I know this person. I've seen this car earlier and I know this guy. He's like, I done rented this guy a hundred million times, right? So at this point, they're contacting other officers at the scene, they're like, hey, man, we got to do a welfare check right now, right? So they're sending other officers over to this address, right? And, um, they get to the apartment, and they're like, hey, man, we need to speak to the manager. Hey, manager, we need you to open this door. We need you to open this door right now, or we're going to kick that bitch down, right? So, the, of course, they go over there. They knock. No one answers. They knock again. So, the a manager goes in, right? He opens the door, right? Police go in. They got their arms. I mean, they got their firearms drawn because they don't know what the hell is going on here. We just know that the person that was that lived here is now dead in a in an impala's trunk. So, they get there, and, like, there's nothing wrong. whatever happened did not happen there the struggle did not happen there the struggle the kidnapping none of that happened right there so they have cleared this scene but at back at the um back at the um back at the crime scene where the car is fired um or the car was on fire they had them um, start putting out place markers and started counting all the evidence they found they found shell casings a green lighter a gun the body of course um they didn't even know what caliber the gun was yet right they found more bullet holes in the passenger I mean in, uh, in the trunk and they found a a grant they found the the damn um gas can still in the front passenger seat all right? And they have fingerprinted this thing and everything. And they have already called the coroner. And they called the um, funeral home to come pick this body up. And it was picked up and hauled off by Sid Roberts' funeral home. Yeah, that was intense. What the hell is going on, gang? Now, Lamont Patton, also nicknamed Colorado, he was born march 21st 1974 in nacogdoches he was the son of floyd Patton and pamela brewer buckingham he is survived by his mother daughter a sister and a brother right so everybody's now everybody's on high alert they're trying to figure out like how how did this get here they got the they, they picked up a lot of evidence and they have towed the truck off they've plenty of fingerprints inside gas lighter um a gun um bullet shells and of course the body so with, with it being a um gas ca- would, would, it, would it be having a gas um tank right there they're just like texas ranger texas ranger tom davis he's made it to the scene and he wants to check out this shell gas stations that's over here off of um east and university drive so they go over there and they make contact with the store because they see there's cameras outside they want to know if they can get the footage so when the store get there they talk to the police and the police contacts the manager and the manager comes in and he gives them um shows them the footage of the day and um davis he give, he pulls out a zip drive because he's really only concerned about all he cause because he's got this down to a timeline for some way. I mean, he already got it down to a timeline, like it just had to happen within the last couple hours. So he pulled up um the time from um the time stamps from 17 um not 17, 1357 hundred hours to 1730 hours, hundred hours. And then they called in the clerk. At work that time, they asked them to anybody come in there and buy a gas can and um put gas uh get did somebody come in and get a gas can and um get gas in it. Now I know you probably saying how the fuck would they know who came in there and got fucking gas. Um, I'm gonna tell you how. Uh, this is 2008. Yeah, everybody, a lot of people still had had cards. A lot of people in 2008 people still had checks. Yeah, people had checks. So, in places like this, this small East Texas town, I'm pretty sure you did. I know for a fact they didn't have no tap at the gas tank. So, I know you went in there, even if it was with your car, you went in there and you paid for it. So, the clerk would have been eye to eye with you. They would have known who came in and bought some gas. Do you hear me? So, with that being said, with that being said, they, um, yeah, they have, um, they're about to uh, leave this gas station. They're gonna go uh, analyze the footage because they got a lot of DNA off that car, and now they got to get back to um, they got to get back to the station because they got to uh, they got to get this shit on the road. This ain't no uh, this ain't no small feat, right? So with all that going on, talks around town is that um, talks around town is that um, Lamont Patton had a beef, not necessarily a beef, but he owed somebody money. He owed a Shikanda Latrice had some money. And she was just a fat black lady with bad box braids and she couldn't stay out of trouble because she loves toting guns and beating on her men. That's how you describe her. Yeah. So, what around town is she owed this guy money. What around town is she wants somebody to beat this man's ass. Right? That's just word around town. She want her money. Or she won his ass. Right? Now Shanda is already... She's already a, um, a troublemaker. They have plenty of cases on her. I mean, plenty. Shanda, Shanda couldn't stay out of trouble to save her life. She couldn't stay out of trouble to save her fucking life. So, they pick up Shanda. They pick up Shanda. Not pick up Shanda. She had, um, her arrest records go back to 2000 in, um, 2001 where she was, um, had deadly conduct with a gun shooting. She had, a uh, pled guilty to unlawful carry of the gun in 2003. And she also pled guilty to an aggravated assault in 2005. Dog. Shanda can't keep her hands off of people and off guns. Yes, she can't do it. She don't want to do it. You want to know why she don't want to do it? Because down there in Macadoshes, down there in Nacogdoches, um, Shanda is selling drugs. Shanda is selling PCP, weed, um, cocaine. She's um. She's running around with dirty, stolen pistols. Shanda, Shanda ain't even acting like she give a damn about the law. Do you hear me? So months after the murder, Shanda has been picked up. She has been picked up on a um a unrelated crime, and they just holding her. They holding her right now and they are definitely questioning her about this um about this murder right and then the same time that they have picked up they have picked up um at the same time when they picked up um shanda in november of uh 2008 they have also picked up a guy named bob moore who is bob moore bob moore is is a person that she deals with and um it's been stated that her beef she had with um her beef she had with um Patton, she gave the word to Bob Moore to handle that issue for her. Yeah, she wanted Bob Moore to go and beat up Lamont Patton, just scam a little. Yeah, go over there and beat him up. Tell him. Ask him where is my money at. Where is my money? That's what Shanda wanted to do, right? So she's been in jail. So she's been in jail. So she. So so both of them are sitting in jail, right? Both of them are sitting in jail, and um, it's a couple more names have popped up in this situation because they are. They are sitting in jail, Shanda. And um, Shanda and Baltimore—they're sitting in jail, and um, they're sitting up here trying to figure out how to get out of jail because that's what niggas do when they do commit crimes—they try to figure out how to get out of some shit that they didn't did, right? But um, but um, you know they they're starting to um they're starting to talk a little bit. They're starting to talk a little bit, and they have been pointing their fingers at two other guys. They have been pointing their fingers at a guy named, they've been pointing their fingers at a guy named Andrew Thomas and a guy named Bukhari White. Yeah. And, um, Bukari White is, Bukari White, Bukari White is, um, Bob Moore's un- uncle, that's his nephew, right, and Andrew Thomas was supposed to have been with, um, with, um, Bacori on the night of this murder, right, so this is going this is going around, this is going around, um, Nacogdoches, right, and the word is getting out, and, um, Andrew, he have made his way to Lufkin, he like nah, uh like I gotta get up out of, here. <laughs> I gotta get out here, for, I gotta get up out of here for a while, right? So he get the hell out of dodge, right? But Bakari, mm, nah, Bakari's not worried because Bakari has had his name mentioned in a murder, right? And you would think if a nigga's name is popped up in a murder, he be laying low, no, sir, Bob. M- Bukhari White was arrested February of 2009 by the Stephen F. Austin Police, cause him and the chick he with grabbed a tire on him and was beating the brakes off a person on campus, and they had to arrest Bukhari right there on the spot. He was he wasn't kept though, cause remember, his name just going around on this murder. The police ain't really got too much on him right now so they're, they're he, he's out he's having an aggravated assault charge but they're like we'll get back to that this is just more stuff to put on him later this is just going to prove a pattern right now during this time Bakari is roaming around he's got arrested for assault his boy has um his boy andrew um his boy Andrew uh, Thomas has been arrested on some other unrelated charges. And um, he's only been there a couple of days and they are doing a shakedown on his cell and they run across a prayer book. And in that prayer book, they found ten names in there. Ten. They found Bobby Moore who's already in jail. Um, Bakari White who's um, the police are not really looking for, but they're trying to build a case. Um, Shanda Handy and, um, the brother of Bakari White. Yeah. And a couple more names, right? They are looking for these people, but soon after, um, Andrew Smalls, um, well, well, not even before I get to that. Before he gets out of jail, because he gets right out of jail. Um, Deputy Arbera, he had noticed some of these names. He had noticed some of these names because he's run across these criminals, um, either in town, in jail, or you know around about the way, you know, this is a small town within Nacogdoches, the biggest thing there is Stephen F. Austin, it's a college town, there's a lot of drugs down there, apparently, if you ask Shanda Handy, because she is moving that work, do you hear me, so um, uh, Deputy Arbor, he passes this note on to, um, another detective and he was like, well, they put in evidence, and he passed it along, and they was like, hey man, why are these ten names on here, right, so they just pass it along, like, okay, 'Cause it was it was odd because they were looking three of these people they are have um already got in contact with and they are um like they already got in contact and had him had in custody and everything. They're like, what are these what 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 is he um why are these names on here? Why are these names on here, right? It just makes you think. But they had already referenced it to the case of the man uh Lamont Patton's um murder. They had already put it together like this gotta have something to do with that murder right but anyway um these niggas is scared of jail and andrew thomas is back out of jail and it was only a couple months later you know shanda handy she's still up in jail you know she ain't acting right but you know she is out of out of toting all these guns fighting all these men and selling all these drugs she has decided to take a plea and save her own fucking life because right now she was in jail and had already been arrested for capital murder and she was not trying to be in there no more they have hit her and bob moore with capital murder right so now they're not in there for just no bullshit. now they're in there for capital murder and they really get to talking oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and shanda her, and her box braids started talking the most. Yeah, yeah. They gave she gave them a sweet deal. I tell you everything you don't know. Who did it? Why and everything? Right? She's like, look, I didn't kill nobody. I told Bob to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm here and I'm throwing my mercy on y'all. I will. I will tell you everything you need to know. And I'll even testify. And I will. Um. I will take the stand against this i i i i I will i will take the stand it's like you will take the stand like yeah i'll take the stand i will take the stand to get these motherfuckers up out of here yeah i didn't kill nobody i mean i i kind of heard some i was pissed about this about the drugs but i ain't kill nobody right so in july of 2009 handy pleads guilty to assault with a deadly weapon and is sentenced to 10 years deferred probation and a uh, $2,500 fine. And she walks her ass out of jail. Yeah. She has walked out of jail and she's back around Nacogdoches doing what she do. Yeah. And, um, you know, Bob Moore, he's still sitting up in jail. He word and got back to him. Word and got back to him that, hey, man, your girl is out. Your girl is out. And apparently, everybody knew that uh, Shanda was a shooter. So, with her being out, um with her being out and Bob just being down at the county jail, you know, he's trying to get out because he want to get out and get, and get the fuck out of town, right? So, Bob was like, he met up with his lawyers a couple times and he told his lawyers that, hey, man, yeah, I hired a McCory White. To go beat up a um, to go beat up Lamont Patton. I didn't know nobody was going to get killed. And yes, yeah, um, I will agree to testify and tell you everything I need to know. Now, mention this is Bakari's uncle. No, 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 no. Let me explain this. You don't just pick somebody to beat up or kill somebody. You ask somebody that you think does this or. Or no has knowledge of it. If I want like to change the grass in my yard, I'm gonna ask my boy Andrew. If I want to ask um, if I want to know something about a, you know about a car, I ask my boy Thompson. He fixes cars up. If I want to ask about a motorcycle, I ask my boy Chasing. It's just you just don't ask certain people some things. If I want to ask something about a school, I ask my boy David. You ask people that you know have knowledge or know something about or can get into these things. But Cory was not asked about whooping somebody's ass out the blue right so bob agrees to testify he tells and testify on his nephew right yeah um so september 10th 2009 bakari is showing up to court because he has to go in there um he has to go in there for when he had whooped that person's ass on, sand, uh, on on Stephen F. Austin campus, and he had to go in there and do a little uh and do a little dance for him. But when he gets to court, the police walk right up in there, they pull him to the the um pull him to the hallway, and he is arrested for capital murder of Lamont Patton, and he is hauled off to jail. So the next day. They are bringing uh, Bakari back into the courthouse for his bond hearing. And with capital murder, anything to, look, capital murder, there is no bond. There is no bond. Yes, Bakari will be spending his days in jail. But they did him give him, go ahead and give him a bond for the assault. They gave him an $8,500 bond. And um, then they just hauled Bakari back to jail. And that's where he will remain for a little while. Right? And, um, in this time, right, Bakari, he's sitting in jail, right? Um, of course, he's asking his lawyer. He's hired a lawyer by the name of, um, John Boundy. He dropped dropped $5,000 on him and said, hey, represent me. I didn't do this stuff. Get me out of here type shit, right? And, um, you know, with that going on, um, your boy, uh, your boy, um, your boy, Andrew Thompson, your boy, Andrew Thomas name has came back up in the, they are, they are, um, they are, um, his name has been brought back up, but Bacar is not the one talking, Bacar is not the one talking, it is people it is people in the neighborhood. It is Bob Moore, and it's Shashanda Handy. They are still talking, and um, they are scared of Bakari, right? So this is September of two thousand. Um, this is September of two thousand ten, right? So of course, I mean September two thousand nine. So of course, his 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 um. His um his lawyer is fighting, 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 fighting for him to get a um for him to get a bond, right? So finally, um the papers have been drawn, and um they have chosen to indict and charge Andrew Thompson with capital murder. The only thing about it is he's out in the free world and he is on the run. Nobody knows where he's at, and John Boundy has got his client Bakari White. Back in the courtroom, this time he Bakari has his family in there. um Lamont Patton has his family in there, and they are all trying to see what kind of bond he can get set because they are saying, "Hey man, John Boundy, Bakari's lawyer, was really in there fighting for me. He like, hey man, my 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 um my um client needs a reasonable bail. He cannot just sit here with no bail. We need a reasonable bail, right?" I say, "Okay." Um. We're going to set the bill at a million bucks. Like, what? They say you can hear a pin drop in the courtroom. It got really quiet. Pin drop. Right? John Boundy told him, he said, man, look, if Bacardi was going to run away, why would he give me $5,000 represent him? I would have just took the 5000 and went in Mexico. Right? So, his, Bacari's lawyer saying, man, if he wanted to, if he wanted to run, he'd already be going to Mexico. He gave me this money, but he, he would have been going to Mexico, right? That's what, that's what he's, that's what he's trying to convince the, um, the judge, right? But all in all, it all stands, right? And, um, McCoy has to sit there for a while. And, um, you know, the year passes and it gets to January where, um, one of the snitches, um, Shanda Handy, she has violated her probation with another gun, and she is out there shooting shit up. And they take her to jail and lock her ass up for the remainder of them five years. Yeah, she has to do the next two to three years in jail because she don't know how to act right. Right now, um, Andrew Thompson, he's still on the run. He's been on the run ever since. But in March, nineteen, two thousand ten, Andrews had had enough. Of um, running around, and he has turned himself in for capital murder. But this is the thing: when he turned himself in, he turned himself in to talk. Yeah, he went straight there. They arrested him. He turned the U.S. marshals picked him up. He went in there and he went straight to talk, and he said, "Man, look, I ain't do this stuff. Uh, I was with Bakari when he did it. I was just in the car. I didn't. I watched him beat him up." Throw him in the car, shoot him in the head, tie his feet up, shoot him in the chest, and light the car on fire. I didn't do nothing. I just rolled with him, and he said, and I will testify to that. And with that being said, the DA has pulled off the death penalty for Andrew Thomas because he is willing to give up any information possible to not be in jail, and he has agreed to a plea deal aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and he has agreed to stand on the uh, take us to take the stand if there is a trial and once they wrapped this up once they wrapped this up only a couple days later they are already um sending requests out to bring jurors in so they can um start jury selection for bakari white's trial right so the judge has been um they have one there again they still his lawyer wants another bail right um bounty is like hey man my my client didn't do this he said this is a specific crime aimed at a specific person he didn't do this he might have roughed the guy up or or even started a fire but killing somebody he did not do this the ada the assistant district attorney nicole lastros she said, "Um, the reason why the bail is so high is because he has a high potential of getting out of jail and uh killing a witness or um getting rid of somebody and um and uh getting hell out of town because you know we got jailhouse informants saying that Bakari has said that if he gets out, he out of there. Ain't no st- ain't no sticking around Nakadoches he's gonna be out of there. So." With you got Shanda in jail, but she's still snitching. You got Bob Moore in jail snitching and willing to take the stand. You got Andrew Thomas in jail snitching. All three of these have agreed to take the stand. On top of that, you got regular jailhouse informants that are in jail with Bakari talking about he's already told them that, hey, if he gets out of here, he's out of here. Straight up. So they are not trying to let Bakari. Out of the damn jailhouse, and that is where Bakari will remain until they figure out if he's going to take if he's going to take trial, is he going to take trial, or is he going to plead to anything? Right now, um, the ADAs and they're meeting up with um, has met they're they're meeting up with Bakari's lawyer, right? And Bakari's. Like, they're off in Bakari's plug deals. And Bakari's lawyer is like, hey, man, we didn't do this stuff. He didn't do this stuff. He didn't do this stuff. He didn't do this stuff. Now, they have four different versions, right? They have Bakari's wife's DNA all through the Impala, and it's on three white T-shirts that they found in a dumpster, right? And um, you got Bob Moore sailing on him. You got Andrew Thomas sailing on him. You got... um. Uh, Shanda Handy um, telling on him, and they also got a family member of Bakari who is uh, a person of interest, right? Yeah, listen, uh, he's a person of interest, but of course, Bakari ain't finna let that go down. So they're offering this, offering him like, "Hey man, we'll give you twenty years." But Boundy Bakari's lawyer's like, "No, he didn't do the murder. No him shit. We can beat this." Because at this point, John Boundy, Bacardi's lawyer, has figured out that they don't know who killed this guy. They don't know who's killed anybody. All speculation. They know he was there. They know he did this. But they don't know who sh- fired the gun. Bacar has agreed that he set the fire. Bacar has agreed that he has assaulted a guy. But Bacar said, hey, I ain't shot nobody. I ain't do this and I ain't do that. Who did it? I don't know. It was only two of us over there right so in october 2010 bakari has took the plea deal and he is to serve he pleaded to not go to trial because they would if he went to trial he's agreed to 20 years a 20-year sentence and a one year for the aggravated assault he had already served the one year in jail for the aggravated assault and um he did gonna do the 20 for the um for the um for the arson. Twenty years, right? Which is a long time for arson. Because most of them they don't even catch people that do the arson, right? So um the Patton family, they're like, 20 years ain't enough. They're like 20 years ain't enough. We'll never get our loved one back. When he gets out of jail, he will still be able to um to live his life. He's a young man. He'll still be able to live his life. And go on to do something else we have to live with this memory we have to live we have to live without we have to live without our um family forever right and um in 2022 bakari walked the hell up out of jail and he's been out ever since he has changed his life for the better i assume but here goes a plot twist for your ass okay now shandy you know she got back out of jail right and um she got in trouble again in 2014 at this point becar is in jail they can't even tell him right shooting a gun at her ex-husband she was supposed to show up to court didn't and then they violated it, and it's in um And the police had to go get her again, and she went to jail for a little more time, right? And then again, in 2015, they ran up in her spot. She owned a club named Metro, and it was selling cocaine, PCP, pills, everything, and she has been arrested again. She is one of the main people that told, she was the first person to tell on Bacari, and she's been in trouble and seen more jails. She's been in jail the whole time she's been going to jail since 2001 it is 2024 this whole can't stay out of jail she can't keep box braids out of head right now here goes the plot twist y'all remember andrew thompson right the guy that um rolled with Bakari that said Bakari did this Bakari did that Bakari did that. they pointed all the fingers at Bakari. well i got a plot twist for your ass um uh, uh, September 2, 2023, Andrew Thompson, him and two uh, juveniles and his ugly girlfriend Shonda. They are riding around because they are trying to um score them some, uh get them some weed, right? They are trying to get them some weed, right? And they have pulled up on this house of a local drug dealer, right? They have pulled up on this house a local drug dealer named Juan Ernesto Estrada on the 900 block of 13th Street, right? And, um, they have, um, Andrew Thompson had the two teenagers walk up in the door, look up to the camera so homeboy can see their face, and they run up in there and, um, uh, buy their weed, right? And, um, when he let them in to get the weed, boom, they go buy the weed, here comes Andrew Thompson on camera, puts the gun to Er to Jawan's head, shoot him in the head on camera, and he is back on the run again. He was arrested in December of 2023 for murder. Right? He's back in jail. Mention, he told on Bakari. He said Bakari did all this shooting shit. Mention, everybody... Everybody has been caught with more guns, more drugs, ever since Bakari took the fall for these guys. Now, Bakari always said he didn't do it. Everybody said he did do it, right? Andrew was the passenger in the car with him when they hogtied and shot Patton in the head and in the chest. Bakari said, I didn't do it. I set the car on fire. Yeah, I whooped his ass, but I set the car on fire. Now, of course, the DA said, hey, we can't prove who did it. Now, he went to j- Bakari went to jail for the arson, and he went to jail for the assault. Nobody technically went to jail for the murder. But, if I was to say who I thought did this, it definitely with andrew thomas because apparently he will shoot you in the head point blank on camera (laughs) but anyway this is king arthur from not my brother's keeper's podcast a true crime podcast about black dudes who kill hey man look if you want to um ads on my show you know how to hit me on instagram not my brother's keeper twitter uh TikTok all that is not my brother's keeper. If you want to email me, not my brothers keeper at gmail. Hit me up. I got them rates going. Just let me know. Until next time, be easy.